Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show Hoppers, The Last of Us, Season 1, Episode 8, When We Are in Need. I'm Kurt, joined by my former high school teacher, Mr. Sal. Hey, buddy boy. Got my gloves here ready, just in case you uh, don't show me respect when I'm speaking. <laughs> well, I, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, good. they, they, they the killed my dad. They killed my dad. We should we should get them all. Your dad, I know you think you'll never have a dad, but you'll always have a dad. You will show him respect when you speak. I'll also eat the dad potentially, but could, could be if you turn or venison or, or, or venison. could be venison. We don't know. Venison, Mr. Hello, everyone. We're covering The Last of Us week by week. We just watched the penultimate episode. And before we really go any further, Mr. Sal, let's discuss our ratings. Ratings. Hmm. Ratings. So the last two episodes, we've we've differed. We have diverged in the yellow wood. Ken, I liked more than you did. I gave it a 10. You ate up to a 9. Last episode, you gave a 10. I gave an 8. This should have week. gotten up to nine. Well, think about it. Uh, but this one, geez, I really don't know where to go for you on this. I, well, you fell in love with David. You said you're gonna love David. Last I'll week, right now, being wrong on that prediction. <laughs> oh man, I was eating that up. <laughs> you love David. <laughs> well, if you love David, you're gonna love this episode. I mean, maybe not the ending so much for him, but I'm trying to get to see him in his his journey. I think you gave it a nine because of hedging. <laughs> uh, that's okay because I'll also hedge and say that you gave it a nine <laughs> because I'm terrified of being raw off by two again. <laughs> Okay, you gave it a 10, that means I, I'm swapping it. Okay. Okay. Well, what did you actually give it? Not a 10. Oh, um, what did you give it? An 8? Uh, I wrote down a 9, and then I thought about it all day, and I was like, no, it's maybe an 8. Oh, I gave it a 10? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, boy. We cannot agree on this series, but yet we're both enjoying it very much. <laughs> oh man i can't believe this oh uh, all right well why we... first do you want me to go first you go first like all awesome. right so really really great episode for ellie like really great mm-hmm. i love everything it did for ellie i mean ellie was character uh, ranking god yeah, yeah you can take note <laughs> for that if you want i think that would have been pretty easy anyway i don't mind like uh tipping my hand there but I have really great stuff, you know, to, to watch her, um, kind of take, uh, take the mantle of Joel, uh, in, when she feels like she has to, you know, go out hunt with no mechanism for bringing the deer back. Um, I don't think she's dragging it by herself. <laughs> uh, you know, but, but that was really cool. Um, seeing, seeing her, uh, kind of get, lured in by david and then that moment of recognition when she realized he's he's a predator 
and and she turns on him. The cleverness when she she uh, says, "Well, I'm infected, and now so are you." You know that that's really yeah. cool. Um, the the big hug at the end, the big <laughs> the mutual hug. so far, yeah, right? What's that? Your favorite? I'm I'm wondering where your dislikes are so far. Okay, your so, favorite character, David, in the big hug. Yeah. <laughs> so so Ellie Ellie was fantastic. Um, I agree. Here here's what I don't like about the episode. This episode was everything that I thought The Last of Us was going to be, and it hasn't been up to this point. <laughs> and it was like I, I'm I'm going to watch this this series about like these weird, creepy people coming after these people that we like. But don't worry, they'll both survive in the end, and they'll probably kill the bad guys along the way. And they've done a really good job up to this point of of making the bad guys, of humanizing the bad guys and making them sympathetic. Mm -hmm. uh, David is zero sympathetic. No, but see, that's the thing. He's charismatic <clears throat> at first. Oh, extremely charismatic. He, 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 he grips you in. Mm -hmm. And then you kind you slowly learn how bad he is, but because you had a, like a good first impression of him, kind of it's mm -hmm. you always kind of I don't want to say you're rooting for him, but no, you, you know what I mean. First impressions mean a lot. It's like, okay, you're, wait, wait. you're you're always kind of assuming that you're reading him wrong because you had this positive exactly. Yeah, yeah. And then when you kind of realize he's a bad person, I kind of think in a way of like. But is he good for this community he's leading? Like, is he doing no, the choices no, necessary? No, no he's see, not. you you disagree. I I might say the choices he's making in totality might be the right ones for the community. <laughs> which no, is I really just I think. This this guy. Okay, which what else are they going to do? They've got these guys. Which this brings me to my second point about the episode, mm -hmm. and this is a a completely personal thing. This is not a criticism of the episode. The the first thing I said is a criticism of the episode that this is fair. everything that I thought the show was going to be. Fair, fair. It's yeah. it's tropey and it's and it's like predictable. I, so I would argue that this, especially the way they explain in the ending, like the after credit stuff, mm -hmm. this was not that predictable. This episode, the, the so maybe only could have wasn't the predictable. Line? The only thing that wasn't predictable was that it would be Ellie to kill David and not Joel. That's right, really fair. the only thing that wasn't predictable. Fair, fair, fair. Um, so, and and I and I thought, and they took away that trope of him saving her. Everything else is very tropey. So, um, but then, to me, this was also the scariest episode of the season. It made oh. me very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I was like, and not in a good way. Like, like not, not in a way that like makes me think and and ponder in a way that just made me kind of angry. Um, so I, it was, I, I have, I have like a really, and you know this about me, but I have a really like deep discomfort. I wouldn't say fear necessarily, but uh, really contempt for cults, mm -hmm. like, uh, like actual cults. Like the, the, uh, it's a contempt. Like I, I really despise them. <laughs> um, and, I, I mean, it's fine that, that we got to see it here. There's there's going to be cults popping up for sure in a post-apocalyptic world. Um, but I, I've also, like, I, I don't think I've talked about this much on the podcast, but uh, retrospectively, I have kind of identified a fair amount of religion-induced trauma in myself. And so seeing 
this guy use religion to induce trauma on everyone he meets um made me very uncomfortable uh so i did not like that at all but there's a lot of levels of uncomfort as well yeah yeah. aside from the cult stuff (laughs) oh yeah yeah because then once he turns out to be a sexual predator as well (laughs) which is just another part of a facet that's i mean that's a part of cult culture so cult culture is that is that a term cult culture is now okay (laughs) anyway um so so watching it made me very uncomfortable. It was it was terrifying, so much more terrifying than a clicker is to me. Um, I agree. I I agree that this episode is horrific, and yeah. I kind of like that. Like this is, I, for many years I would say I don't like horror. Mm-hmm. I think I do kind of like horror, just not like gory horror or like yeah. the axe killer horror. Right. I like stuff like this where it's just like. Yeah man this is really messed up <laughs> yeah th- I, it is it's it's so messed up um so there's the, so there's that aspect of it there's the personal aspect that just i i i don't mind being uncomfortable and i don't mind being made to think about circumstances i love non-binary morality i love moral quandaries like i, I think i've been pretty consistent about that throughout show hoppers mm-hmm. but like but this type of discomfort is not the type of discomfort that i enjoy putting myself through when i'm watching something um so there's the personal part there's also the the um kind of story part which is i just feel like it was predictable and tropey and then all right there's the 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 third part of the of why i'm not high on this episode is the logistical part because i have several questions and maybe you can answer them that that'll help a lot sure okay so the first thing is time passing because they were just in Colorado at the university like a day ago and it wasn't like blizzard condition or not blizzard conditions it wasn't like deep winter where you're running out of food winter and now a day later I think it was just starting to snow because when we see Joel collapse is there snow on the ground I mean they they were wearing coats and stuff but I think I I think he's chalk up to the winter. I'll tell you this. And I I sense in here it's not the same way. In the game, it's been several weeks. Like a few weeks that <laughs> Ellie's Joel been on her own. Yeah. Impaled? Yeah. Yeah. He survived. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, it, it is so, not the case here. Craig Mason yeah, said it's no, been like it's a not. day or two. It's been a day or two. Because in, in, in the game, I went back and I saw it, right? Mm-hmm. It, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, but because a lot of the interactions in this are very similar to the game there's some additional ones but like when they first meet david and uh ellie he he come you know when he finally kind of reveals that he knows he cites how some of his men were killed a few weeks back is what he says in the games because mm-hmm. joel also killed more than one person in that case right by a man and his little girl so yeah yeah i I, I agree that, that that kind of bugged me too because I liked that it had been a few weeks. Because also when you when you catch up with Ellie, so here in the show when Ellie's hunting, mm-hmm. uh, she uses a gun and she like trips and falls and doesn't kill the rabbit. Mm-hmm. In the game, when the new chapter starts, like after Joel gets um, impaled, they kind of have the game in chapters. So it, every time jump usually has a chapter between it. So it's like a new chapter, winter, and then you see the a bunny get um killed by an arrow because ellie bow and arrowed it killed it immediately okay and then goes and gets a, a deer but 
so yeah there's there's differences in that way uh that they don't do a time jump here which i think yeah. is kind of weird i thought a time jump would be all right here or i mean I, I don't know if i love the idea of a time jump because i like it. i don't know how joel survived that long with, with this wound but it's healing up you just got a bit of an infection <laughs> now is all yeah. uh, but uh beyond that part of it i don't feel like the the throes of winter was earned by anything previous to this episode what did that mean like i, I don't feel like I felt spell. out of place being in the throes of winter, like having run out of food because you didn't store up enough for winter. So we're not talking like beginning of winter. Mm-hmm. We're talking about like this winter's lasting longer than we thought it was going to last. Mm-hmm. Right. But when they were at the University of Eastern Colorado, which is not far from here, apparently, because he said, listen, these this, Colorado's this... hilly. Maybe there's something oh, on a really big hill. Weather in Colorado is nuts. I totally get that. <laughs> like the, it can, that you can get like feet of snow overnight. That's not what I'm talking about. I, I, I buy that there wasn't snow at the University of Eastern Colorado, and now there is snow, in, you know, whatever, wherever they are, a day away, whatever. I, I get, I buy that. Okay. I don't buy that they're out of resources because they're this deep into winter based on what I've, anything that I've seen up to this point. Oh, that? Fair. I mean, it could have also been like he might just be blaming winter <clears throat> when it's not even maybe quite to do with winter. Like, you know, he's, he's just maybe putting up a boogeyman. I see what you're saying. I don't I don't really that doesn't bother me, but I, I get your point. Okay. So that's that. That's that thing. The sec the second logistical problem I have with this is Joel's recovery, which Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> like, fair. No, that's fair. All, all of a sudden the guy's like the Incredible Hulk. Well, I would say he's like the Incredible Hulk. He's just tactical and knows how to take his fights. A little sneaky. I mean, we see that with the first one, mm-hmm. and I guess with the second one. But st- okay, and then, fir- and then... the first the first one, fine. He he mm-hmm. was able to muster up the strength to stand up, and he knew the only chance he had was stabbing the neck. Okay, fine, I get that. The second one. Mm-hmm. He knocked a guy out like in the yard, and then he knocked the second guy out in the yard. Though that's fine as well, because that can be tactical. Then he drags them both in and ties them up. I, well, yeah, the guy couldn't couldn't move twenty minutes ago. Well, that was twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Have you ever seen like an infant, Mister Cell? They walk pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give him a few hours. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there, there's always an instant where, okay, they weren't walking here, but now they're walking. Yes, that that, that is true, but they're not walking well when they start no, walking. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, so, that, was, that was a so, terrible example I just said. So, so Joel's recovery, I was like, come on now. Like, uh, this... You know, anecdotally, though, right, and maybe you'll agree or disagree, but when I'm sick and I feel be- bedridden, personally, personally, it's like, once I finally mustered the strength to get up and I'm like going my day to day for like half an hour or so mm-hmm. it gets it gets easier all right when I'm completely healthy <laughs> and like this past weekend my snowblower breaks and I have to drag it back to my house from uh-huh. the end of the driveway from the yard I do not get stronger as it goes <laughs> I get to a point where I'm like all right I got nothing left I need a break 
this this guy who has this giant stab wound that was infected was <laughs> i mean fine i'll grant you that it, I'll, I'll even be generous and say that it's healed now <laughs> <laughs> he's just getting up and he's getting stronger as he drags people in and ties them up i, I don't know anyway so that's so that was logistically a problem but my biggest logistical problem and i I can adrenaline though. I, I, imagine uh, you have a response. Oh, wait, sorry. To this. So, I, I, and I'll scare you to this. Adrenaline. That's just my response for the. Uh, Jules <laughs> stuff. I, and and I, get, I, don't, I get the adrenaline bit as well. I and I don't know really how valid of an answer that is. I mean, neither of us have been in any real. Like I, I don't know how, what adrenaline does to you if you're really sick like <laughs> yeah. that. If that really would. That's, I, but, I've, heard, I've heard heroic things adrenaline can do to you. Like sure, like mothers picking up cars. But, but presumably healthy mothers. Like, <laughs> so, like this is and and Mason and Druckmann, they they basically said that they're like he's driven by you know this this love of Ellie. Like if it yeah. if it was just him and that guy came in, he probably just would have laid down and let him kill him. Okay, but you, because can, there's Ellie out there. Can I can I pose to you a question that this is like sure. this is like a very this is this I I will cite this is from. This is probably this is like over seven, eight years old. This is from the Rooster Teeth podcast. Okay, they, 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 someone named Gavin posed this question. I think this is very applicable now. Which is, do you think the power of hope can keep you alive? And here, here's, here's what the question kind of goes: If you were going around the desert, thirsty, and you would have died of dehydration, boom, you would have died. Okay, let's rewind it ten seconds before you died. A twenty-second walk away is a bottle of water. Are you gonna die now, or or will hope alone drive you for the next ten seconds to get to that bottle of water? Oh, interesting. All right, that's an interesting question. Yeah, right. So can can you live off hope? <laughs> kind of. The, so maybe. I mean, for twenty I, seconds, probably. Okay, but <laughs> see, that's the thing, though. Can you though? Is that, is that like a probably like if the tank's on E? Is can you? I don't know. Someone should try it out. Not it's really. Tanks. I mean, I, I don't think. It's a, I think you got to stop moving, right? <laughs> I don't know that. That I I don't want to get into the the details of answering yeah. that question, but yeah. I think probably you could live. You could survive another twenty seconds to get to the water. I All think. right. Okay. Okay. And but it's a but it's a great question. It's a really relevant question because it's such a theme <laughs> of this episode. Is that you know. A, and, and Mason and Druckmann did talk about this in, in the podcast that, that the water bottle religion... in the desert. No, <laughs> no. And this is one of the one of the things that I really like about the episode is that they they present you a the, what they call a theocracy, was, you know, government by religion, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They present you with this and they show you pretty much exclusively the, the downsides of it but they do show you some of the upsides as well right and then they they admit that they come down like democracy is not a good system of government <laughs> um but they they um they, they did talk about you know, what it does give you is it gives you it gives people hope mm -hmm. um and, and that that is not nothing yeah very but true. also all this other stuff so, <laughs> so anyway I gotta get I, to my. Go ahead. Oh, I just want to say. Well, this brings up another question. Like, is is false hope bad? Uh, it depends on depends. how. Depends. Yeah, I agree. Used. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> but people might argue so, it's never good. But go on. 
yeah, I, I could see. I could, and I don't want to illegitimize that argument because the, the, I, it, it, but I really do think it's more nuanced than that. I do think it, yeah. it, it depends on the end game, on the goal, on on what it gets you. Like hoping that you'll survive, I don't think is ever a bad thing. Yeah, because. If you don't survive, I mean, you weren't going to survive anyway, whatever. And if you do survive, then that's great. Maybe the hope helped you get to where you needed. A bottle of water. The, the bottle of water, right? Um, you know, hoping that something is going to is going to happen and then being disappointed that it didn't happen and and being informed that it was never going to happen and somebody kind of instilled the hope in you that's infuriating and that's that's just awful so like that that's like criminal no yeah certainly definitely you've you've been grifted yeah exactly (laughs) exactly and that's you know so much of the point of cults as well so anyway all right my last logistical point Uh as to you know problem with the episode and then you can talk about all the great things about the episode (laughs) sorry i'm monopolizing this no 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 please but this is a big one like a really big one oh geez the biggest one that i can't figure i can't i don't know what response you could possibly have to this all right hit me the only interior that they show us is this steakhouse right we don't see any other interior shots in the village the, the were, steak- they, were they eating in the same place that is they the were eating in the steakhouse they had the church meeting in the steakhouse the all right the the chopping block or whatever it's called is in the steakhouse they burn the steakhouse the ellie is it the or same david chasing ellie is the same it's all the same building it's all the same oh, okay so seems like that's a pretty big deal in this town that steakhouse where the hell is everybody else well i mean you can i think you can you, know, it, you only go here for convened meetings. Well, and I, there are at least 30 people in this village. Uh-huh. David oh, yeah. and James are the only people in the steakhouse. There's nobody else, which I, I get that they want to be secretive, right? Because they're, they're about to chop Ellie up into little pieces. How are you confident this is the exact same steakhouse? My, my argument will go basically that it is just... Another All right. steakhouse. Regardless, regardless of the steakhouse, yeah. even if it's a different steakhouse, the thing's engulfed in flames by the end of this, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is on fire. The, the leader is being killed. This guy, Joel, who everybody is hunting, is coming into town, and nobody is there. You're definitely right, by the way. It is the same steakhouse. <laughs> okay, yeah. And nobody's there. Like Nobody comes to help David. Nobody comes to tackle Joel. They they meet outside the steakhouse. They hug. They walk off. They saunter off, leaving presumably twenty five people who hate them right behind them. Well, there's also a snowstorm. You know, there's not. You know, a, I mean, to a to a certain extent, there's there's a, there's a whiteout going on. Right, as they kind of meet up near the end, right? Or at least Joel is dealing with it on on his way there. Mm-hmm. The you know, I never thought about that because the same thing happens in the games too. They <laughs> David dies the same way; they saunter off, <laughs> and you know what? Never questioned that. <laughs> well, but also though, in in the game, you don't see you you know that there is 
a community, but you never see David's perspective. I think you might hear some of them when Ellie's like captured, but you never actually get to see the community. So I I literally what I'll talk talk it up to is that they're only welcomed here for a certain periods, whether it's dinner or like a meeting of some sort. It's like it's like a conference room. Specifically in the steakhouse you're talking about? Yeah, the steak. All right, fine. But when it's burning, nobody comes to try to put the fire out. White out, white out outside. <laughs> you can't see it. White out. You've it wasn't white, white out. out though. Was it not like, white it was, out? There was snow. It was windy. Oh geez, how much was see through all that snow? Oh, it was pretty clear as day. <laughs> no, when, when this guy who's not part of your community comes just walking down Main Street the, <laughs> with a gun, with a rifle. When <laughs> I mean. No, I you're s- right. It was not a whiteout when they leave. <laughs> not a whiteout. No, day. not at all. They so, didn't notice yet. They're busy. They're busy doing something else. Okay. They're busy doing. I never thought about that. Yeah. So, so that that drives me nuts logistically. So, for all those reasons, I'm on an eight for this episode. And no, that's really there fair. is a lot that I really like about it, but it's really muddled with this other stuff that I really don't like. That's, you know, Joe. Well. That, yeah, I, I don't know what to say about that. I, I guess the only thing I can say is like <laughs> the angle by which they're leaving just doesn't show the whiteout because if you look at a whiteout from a certain angle, it no longer whites out. Okay, completely <laughs> <Literally> made up. <laughs> I'm gonna try that. I'm trying that to was... figure out how this episode is tied for the highest ranked on IMDb so far because it's also cool actiony, which is I likey. <laughs> No, it it cool also actiony. Yeah, cool actiony. I like it. Right? There's 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 well, action. It this basically follows the game almost beat for beat. It adds a few more things. We never see David's community at all, so we see the community. That's cool. There was never this religious undertone. With David. really no, there wasn't. Not to my oh knowledge. wow. Okay. So this well, I like that they added that, that, and that that little like banner of like you know God will provide and so on and so forth. And like you don't see that he's culty, really, because you don't really see the community around David. You see yeah. David, you see some of his goons, <clears throat> and you can kind of hear the community a bit when you're Ellie. But I don't really think you see him as much of a monster in front of his community. I actually think he, I think he's a lot more black and white in the game because he's well, that. First of all, he is he is a predator, so that that's really bad. And arguably because he's a cannibal as well. This one he's a cannibal predator and a cult leader. <laughs> so, yeah. so, but yeah, you don't see the cult leadership going on in the game. But the thing is, is what 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 kind of gripped me about it is I, I've always thought of David as like you know yeah he's probably one of the ev- most evil people you meet in Last of Us. But then I, I thought about it a bit. And I went, I still think he's evil, but like, is he a net good for his community? Like, man. I, I, look, the the least criminal of his acts is eating people. Like that that is yeah the yeah least that is the least criminal. Acts. I agree, I agree. So I'm like, well, if the goal is to stay alive, is he doing that? He kind of is. Now the predator thing has nothing to do with that. That that that's right. him being really bad. That has nothing to do with him keeping people alive. The cult part, though, keeping a uh, tight knit group, like keeping a tight knit group where you don't have descenders in your ranks. Uh-huh. that's how you can keep a community I, together that's just manipulative and controlling but that's like that, that's really bad no see that's i agree really with you. Bad. i agree with you at every point <laughs> but 
it makes it easier to keep a group of people alive. You can't deny that. I think I think that's a point you can't deny is that if you because I, I was thinking just like you because remember this whole culty thing is not in the game. So I only thought of this after seeing this episode, but I was after thinking about it and seeing it, I was like, man, you know, I don't know if they could have had a different leader than David and this whole community. Of people are alive because there's children apparently, you know, people that otherwise probably wouldn't have survived in like these more militaristic style groups i yeah i i think that these people wouldn't have made it without david or at least not as many of them and would have. they'd probably be better off mm, see now see that, that <laughs> so that's that that's where you get that's the argument mm, though it's like yeah that is argument. no you're right no because maybe they're more likely to, and, and that becomes a question of like so much of life right of like yeah, you know yeah. people always debate our freedoms versus like privacy or like government control and you know that i think i think that's a very good highlight to what's going on with david and his community of like where where do you weigh your personal freedoms and certain government measures and then i obviously i think this is to an extreme right i wouldn't want to live in david's community i and i don't want people to think that i think david's a good person i don't think he's a good person (laughs) i want to make sure that's known but i i think he's kept more of his people alive by his cult-like actions. And that I actually do think is true. I think more of his people are alive because of his cult-like actions. I think. Yeah, uh, I might uh, be uh, wrong. And, maybe he's them off, but I uh, think. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I, I will th- I will say that the, uh, to a couple of things. First of all, this is what I really like about the episode. This is what I, what I think really works about the episode mm-hmm. is that we can have this discussion. Yeah. Um, so, is so, David good for his community? <laughs> right. Yeah. Which, that, which is great, unbelievable. Great. That, that's a, that's a great part of the episode. The se- second of all, I, 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 I do think I come down on the side of these people are not better off alive with this guy than they would mm-hmm. be if, if they had just not made it. Oh, so you think death is better than this? I, I don't want to live in this. I always say, so. I so I always say, like, and like I say, religion induced trauma. Mm-hmm. I've spent a lot of time thinking about the apocalypse and post apocalyptic uh, <laughs> culture in yeah, my younger yeah. days. Um, so uh, I, I always say, if there's an apocalypse, I do not want to survive it because I don't want to live in this. This this is exactly what I don't want to live in. That's true. Not fair. Like the, the, there are other parts of this, like a, a quarantine zone. I could live in a quarantine zone, like um, Jackson. I could definitely Boston live in QZ. <laughs> yeah, Boston QZ. Right. <laughs> I could definitely live in Boston QZ. I could definitely live in Kansas City ja- in, in Jackson, Kansas City. I don't think I could live in Kansas City. <laughs> like, but I do. I don't. I do not want to live in Kansas City, and I do not want to live in this. Like th- those two fair options make me say if there's an apocalypse i just want to go in the apocalypse no that uh, fair and that yeah. i mean that's fair like this is it, it, it'd be a terrible way of living but if you do still want to live like, i i do get I, I i get your point but i think some people might feel differently uh, clearly yes absolutely yeah. there you go <laughs> yeah. so but the the fact and I think it's so amazing that they turned it into like more of a culty thing. Is I love it. Yeah, I really I, do. I, it makes it it makes it so interesting to me because I I really I think about it. I've been thinking about it since I seen the episode. Like, man, that's 
<laughs> what a cool dynamic like a cult that i kind mm-hmm. of think is somewhat i i don't say justify that's the bad word for it but just like functional it's functional in the sense that i i think it keeps more of them alive than it doesn't <laughs> i think yeah. yet again and and yes. i might be wrong like, I, I don't know if david's going around getting people killed all the time or if he's doing other things that are like I'm, jeopardizing their well-being like him trying to keep ellie alive does not seem at all good no <laughs> for his community but given like how leadership kind of can go and stuff and he's preventing dissenting in his ranks like people are listening to him because he's kind of gaslit them and done all this other stuff to them by forming a cult of it he's he's keeping them together you know even while they're starving right the, the worst the worst thing you want as a leader is starving people right because then they get desperate and that's when people overthrow you i don't at one time think that it's people are going to overthrow him despite the dire situation they're in well I, a lot of that's fear i mean it a lot fear. of so so you can live in fear mm-hmm. or you can just die like so i and and this is and that's and that's that's a moral question that i think is really interesting I think objectively, if survival is the goal, you're more likely to survive in a small group. Like, I don't think a large group is is really great because that's more mouths to feed, as I think it was James who said that. Yeah. But I, I think uh, it depends on, like, your mechanisms. For this group, certainly. A smaller group is better because they don't have, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, Jackson, where they're kind of self-reliant and... and there's also like scales of economy kind of like you get right. more people you can have like one person specialized even better yes. in one thing yeah exactly but like this group would be better off if it were smaller but they are definitely better off than they even any one of them would be individually mm-hmm. I, I totally i totally agree if survival is the goal and the only goal fair you know, th- but th- don't forget this episode starts with a quote of revelations a, a quote of scripture <laughs> That says, you know, a new heaven and a new earth, you know, better than the old one. So <laughs> for for whom is this world better than the old one? Just David. David. Yeah. Just David. His violent heart. Okay. And when the mask slips eventually. Oh, oh this guy. This yeah. guy. This I mean, he's guy. I mean he's he's the definition of a cult leader. Like I mean, he the is. very definition. He is. Oh, you know, man. He is charismatic. He draws you in. He is manipulative. He is you know getting the, <laughs> g- getting getting the giantest plate of food oh yeah at the, right <laughs> at the baker like at the at the dinner but like he, he's the definition the the definition so he, you know he says to to james very early on you know i need to know that you're with me you know and there's there's a there's an underlying threat there right because if you're not with me well we're gonna have some problems here mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, and, and I mean, what he does with the with the little girl with Hannah, it's like I, that. That might be the second scariest scene in the in the in the oh episode. Oh my god! Yeah, especially. You know, well, I'm curious to you when when the penny dropped about David. Well, about him being being a, a manipulative cult leader, or about him being a predator. Sexual predator. <laughs> <The predator. laughs> uh not until his conversation with ellie but okay yeah but once he started talking about her like an equal you know i've never had an equal (laughs) as soon as he said the word equal i was like oh no this is not good um it's it's so interesting to look at david i mean if you ever look back at it i mean you can think back to it's just like 
knowing what he is and seeing ah, it's just yeah yeah, yeah. I, the david the david character is a, a completely like 100 percent exactly what it should be it's a good character it, it, it's a it's a really interesting character i mean the way that he draws ellie and he was drawing me in too i was like wow this is a charismatic leader it was like uh, uh, this is seems honorable so like i can understand why people are following him and then, yes he seems honorable um but yeah it's, it's it gets very icky very fast another thing i liked about it is it did basically follow like i said the plot of the game with the addition that david's a cult leader that wasn't really in the game mm-hmm. uh but a lot of these scenes basically picked right out ellie being caged breaking his finger killing james the whole sequence of fighting him at the end that you know chopping him up that that's all just in the games too uh the joel stuff when he's alone that happens in the games that the, the the two-man torture scene that's in the games mm-hmm. so killing the deer the way they meet so it's very so this this one's very true to the games with some very good additions so mm-hmm. uh i like this part in the games i like this episode i i'm a fan i enjoyed it uh this is the penultimate episode but we can talk this... about that more at the end <laughs> as to what what you think might happen next or whatever well, I'm, I'm also interested in if you want to save this until the end you can but i'm really interested to know like what percent of the way through the game are they at this point are you at this point do you want me to tell that yeah eventually and maybe not right now you can do it at the end if you want but all right okay all right um but well in either case basically what i want to know is is season one going to be the end of game one yeah okay no yeah that's a fair question we can, you know what we can figure that out at the end of the recap that, that that'll keep you that'll keep you on the edge of your seat <laughs> all right <laughs> fantastic but how about we talk about our favorite scenes mr sal all right we can do that okay hmm i think your favorite scene is seeing your favorite character david come to a gruesome end <laughs> I know plenty then, of people who do live for the revenge thing. So, I and then, and then, and then the good people hug it out. However, I do oh, by love the way, being I, right. By the way, I forgot to mention. I did like how we get to see how much of a monster Joel is. A monster? He's still kind of a monster, yeah. Because he kills the guys. Yeah, I mean the yeah 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 just the just the way I, he like it, basically I, I, he's done it before like the way the way he tortures them and stuff kind of you know he okay. kind of like manipulates the one to show the spot on the map and then kills them both you know what i mean now and first of all like they they make it a point always to point out whenever they say whenever whenever it's like but who like let, let's humanize these these you know quote unquote bad guys you know Give who do they name. love who loves them you know it, who's uh who thinks that their life is worth more than the life you just saved right so so there's always that part of it uh, and they do do a good job of that i think i would argue that this episode does the least good job in this in the series so far of humanizing the bad guys the I, quote unquote bad guys you know you're well no you're right because the the only like one maybe a bit of james but David, the one we do get to know, you kind of, you kind of learn to hate him. So yeah, no, I, right. no, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, 
what Joel does, I think, I, I, well, the way I think about that is, I don't know what other choice he really had. These men were coming to kill him. I so, so does he let them go? They're just going to kill him. They're stronger no, than him. No, I and I don't at all. I don't think what he did. Like I get what he did in his shoes. Perfectly get it. Right, makes sense. Right, he should have gotten the information. It's just by the means by which he did it. Right. Like stabbing the pop, person in the knee, the threatening, yeah, threatening to pop the patella. Like it's just, it's just a reminder to Joel's past. I, yeah, like, I mean, I guess I, that's what I get the sense from seeing it. Of like, he's done this before. Right? The other he's, thing is, is that he is also motivated to do these things in order to save Ellie. Yeah, and to protect Ellie. Oh, definitely. Which so he's motivated by love, whereas these three are motivated by revenge. Hmm. Uh, because that you don't bring Alec back by killing Joel. Well, he's arguably also like motivated by revenge. For what? For them taking Ellie. I I mean I I guess I I don't I don't know if I agree with that because I I think that I don't think he's thinking I need to kill these guys because they took Ellie because they literally didn't take Ellie. Yeah, yeah that's true. The, the, they were know, part they, of it. No, but they were part of it. I I guess. They were part I mean, of it. And and when he captures them, they confirm that she's alive. So even he might not have even known that she was still alive. All right. Well, regardless of that, I do think he doesn't have much of a choice here. He's got to kill these guys. No, and, he's, and he's got to figure out where Ellie is. Like those, those are the two things that he has to do. And so yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Right. Just like, just the way, just the way he does it. Like that. It's so, so Without uh, methodical, like he just—he's done this before. That's all. Like he's yeah. I mean, he's definitely numb reminder. to it. These yeah. these people are nothing to him. He doesn't he doesn't think about who loves them and who who they love. You know, and that, not... like that's what I mean. Like he's just mm-hmm. it's just a reminder. Like that yeah. that whole element of Joel. Okay, but no, he did have to do it. I, I agree. Like it's not like I don't think he had any other option. How did we get here from you guessing that my favorite scene was? The butcher oh, of David at the end. I forgot. Oh, yeah, because I forgot to mention that I, I liked something about... I mean, that's kind of like a gruesome scene, and then it reminded me of the, the torture scene, and then blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right, so that's your guess for me. Let me guess yours. Um, I think that your favorite scene is the first time we see Ellie in the cage, and David reveals, you know, oh. drops the mask. Man, I should have said that for you. No, no, that's not my... My favorite scene was the torture scene. <laughs> the, the torture scene with Joel? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's my favorite scene. For all those reasons you just said? Kinda, of, but also because in in the games I thought about that scene a lot for when I was younger. Like I remember that scene. Okay. And they did that scene like basically the exact same. And I was really curious if they would reenact that scene. And when I, I so this whole episode I've been waiting. For this, a lot of the series, I've been waiting to see if they would redo that scene, and then I knew this is the episode, and I was like, "Oh, are they going to redo that scene?" And as I'm seeing the story get together, I'm like, "Oh!" And when he punches that second guy, I'm like, "Oh, it's going to happen!" And we get the scene. And yeah, listen, thirteen-year-old Kurt thought that was a ba scene right there, okay? Because listen, listen, think of thirteen-year-old Kurt's head right now, okay? You're playing it. Joel's out for the count, right? He's tapped, right? He's not doing too good. But then he comes back with this, right? Killer. <laughs> Killer. What, you, what, a, what a one-liner. What a one-liner to say to the guy before you beat him to death. Oh, I believe your friend. I don't need you to tell me anything. 
cool guy. That's one cool so, SOB. Yeah, so you're you telling me you've made no progress. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, because I've been so hyped for that scene. That's why I picked it. <laughs> I was so excited. Right, well, I was a, an inherent disadvantage for for guessing this because I did not you know were. how how, how <laughs> much was... you were still attached to to the 13 year old favorite scene in the video game. So. I, I don't even know if it's my favorite scene in the video game. It's just a very memorable scene in the okay. video game. I just remember thinking about that scene after, like, dang, that was gruesome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. It's just it is also just like the way the story's going. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Is that a cutscene or are you playing it? It's a cutscene. It's a cutscene. Oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Um no, you got me wrong though. That my my favorite yeah. The, actually I, I didn't I liked seeing Ellie's response. Ellie's response was uh, very good. I, I did not <laughs> I didn't even think it was that good. Um David going, Allie. Like, that was just dumb to me. It's like, <laughs> come on, that. man. Like, it's like, what is that supposed now, see, to be? That, that in the games, I'm just when you're playing that as Ellie, man, yeah. that's a freaky, like, well, oh, I bet. Yeah. Because, bet. because you have to, you have to hide from him basically the whole time and try to, like, like, and he can hear you and you gotta, like, be all sneaky and, like, avoid him. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, I guess that's pretty cool, but um, it it just didn't work for me in a, in a TV setting. It's like the the, the oh, like the, the the melodic alley. Like it's just it, it was trope. It was tropey. Yeah, it was tropey. <laughs> My favorite scene was, and, and it wasn't really close. Was when Ellie and David are waiting for James. The oh oh that is a good reveal oh my that's, god that's what that's when you go from this guy oh I, I you know one reason why i probably i mean i did really like that see i one reason i probably didn't pick it is just because i knew dave stripes yeah uh, or david stripes already at that point but no i do agree <laughs> that it, it is a it is a great reveal because david is just such a he's such a He's such a good, he's such a charismatic guy. You're, you can't, you, you he's really, he's really, really good at pulling you in. Yeah. You know, and then, he, he, and especially he spin- with the later context of it, it's like, yeah. oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, he spins a good yarn. He tells a good tale. He does it in a really engaging way. You know, he, he he's, he, I, I love the part where he's like, I believe everything happens for a reason, which, I I hate that expression so much. Like <laughs> I, I loathe it, and I don't believe that. First of all, second of all, I, I I can't stand when people use it as like an excuse for bad things happening. Because um, even if even if it does lead to something good, that's not what I want to hear in the moment. That doesn't bring me any comfort. It just yeah. pisses me off. So, so you're this is supposed to happen, right? Yeah, exactly. So. So once he said that, I was like, "Oh, now I know who you are." <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> that's that's revealed your stripes, you tiger. Yeah, no, no, not not the sexual predator part. No, that, no, that, no, and I get that. <laughs> but the 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 cult leader part, like I was like, "Oh, you sov." Now I know who you are. But then he tells this tale, and it's like you get this moment of connectivity where your jaw kind of drops, like, "Oh crap." Like those raiders came from his community. Like, I really like the fact that the raiders came from his community. Oh, I like yeah, that so, so much because we had talked about that 
during that episode i didn't really like that bit of it that, uh-huh. that, that uh, you know just it so happens that these raiders raid this place just at this moment but uh, <laughs> i'm trying to remember how i was defending them i think i i did say that like oh maybe they were just looking for supplies uh, yeah i mean <laughs> so, but so so I, it, this made me appreciate that a lot more uh-huh. uh, i do love any kind of connective tissue between stories, I really, really enjoy. You know, it's one of the things that I like most about Lost is when characters' backstories connect. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's like my, flashbacks, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of my favorite things about that series. So so this was a moment of that, which was which was really cool. I really enjoyed that. Um, but most, most of all, just enjoyed seeing Ellie kind of get sucked into this, which was like... She doesn't seem like someone who gets sucked into anything, except maybe if Riley's trying to suck her in. But seeing like it was just a testament to this guy's ability to manipulate and control. And once I saw it, it was like I saw him in a whole new light as soon as he used that expression. Oh yeah! Once he reveals it, oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. No, it was that scene. Oh, it was so good. I loved that scene. It was a good scene, and so was the torture scene. Okay, the torture scene was fine. I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't that really. Was a pretty cool scene. I, I didn't really feel strongly one way or another about that scene, except pretty for the cool fact scene. that I was I was pretty hung up on how the hell did this guy drag <laughs> those two in here and tie them up? Like, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> then he only he only needs the one guy, Mister Sal, because he he believes him, and he bludgeons the well, second one. <laughs> Uh, yes, correct. Fine. That's that's not what I mean. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking about how did he get them in there in the first place? He he knocked them out. I mean, he had to pop some stitches, right? <laughs> well, he still had the some thread and the needle. <laughs> Fix yes. himself back up. Anyway, patch himself back up. So, yeah. So anyway, yes. Yeah, so that's my favorite scene. That's your favorite scene, and there you have it. Yeah. Shame on you for not guessing my scene. Well. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I really don't know how I was ever supposed. No, to No, you were never gonna guess it. <laughs> you never were gonna. I'm guess gonna it. pick the one scene that features Joel, the only one. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Joel talking, I should say. The yeah, the soul, the sole one that has him talking and not Ellie. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, no, definitely. Well, anyway, Michelle, you ready to enter the recap? Hmm. We start off seeing David in his community as he recites Revelation 21. Uh, and we, we see that his people are in dire straits, you know, and we see a sign, when we are in need, he shall provide. So very hey, That's the title here. of the episode. <laughs> very religious tones here. Uh, we have a girl sobbing, Hannah, who's crying because, well... Her father's died, and they'd like to bury her, but it's too cold now. I'll have to wait till the spring. The session ends. Mister Sal, at this point, what are you thinking right now? Like, I was not thinking David. they were eating him. I thought I, yeah. I was taking David as 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 word because I was assuming I was going to fall in love with David. So <laughs> I, I did not fall in love with David. You're a romantic for David. You're, 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 fell, you're, fell you're, out of love with David, but um. I do want to point out, though, that that he does talk about this new heaven, new earth, no more death and sorrow, crying and pain. 
I love it because it shows that he is eating this up. You know, that there's, we talked about this during long, long time that someone like Bill needs the apocalypse to happen because it's what they've been preparing for their whole life. Someone like David also needs the apocalypse to happen, but didn't know that they needed it to happen. (laughs) So when it happened, this was like a happy little surprise, happy, happy accident, happy surprise. Yeah. It's like when I put on like a old coat or something and there's some money in the pocket. (laughs) I guess. Sure. A happy little surprise. Uh, That is a happy surprise. So, yeah. So, uh, so I love this. So to David, this new world has no pain, no crying, no death, no sorrow, just giant plates of human meat. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, after after the little session ends, uh, David and James talk. Food supply is really low. They got a week or two left, max. But they did spot some deer last night. So, Incidentally, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just a little nitpick here. Yeah, sure. How do you go from, we got a week, maybe two. You just doubled it. How can it be off by that much? Maybe he didn't like the way David was looking at him. So he's like, oh, like, two, maybe two. If he said like a week, maybe eight or nine days, like, okay, you were off by, you know, a seventh. <laughs> You're off by 100%. Well, maybe it was like a week and like five days or four days he's at. You know, he's not. Who cares what the particulars here? A week or uh, two. I admit, even though the particulars, nits. even though the particulars might matter here, yeah, I said, yeah. Anyway, I admit but, I'm picking nits, but uh, it did strike low. me at the moment. Food supplies low. Yes. So, and James seems in doubt. There's even a chance he can get food, but David checks his resolve, and he's in. They're gonna go hunting for some deer. Meanwhile, Ellie and Joel, uh, Ellie stitched them all up. We, sh- we should say that James is played by Troy Baker, who is. Voice the original Joel. Joel from the video games. Yeah, yeah I, I'm curious. After this, would you watch scenes of the game? I would watch scenes from the game. I wouldn't play the game, but I would. No, watch yeah. Scenes. yeah. I, I think I, I think you should see some scenes from the game ten years right. ago. I think you'd, not now. Wait, but interesting. Ellie and Joel. Um, Ellie stitched up Joel. He's very weak. Uh, she wets his mouth, leaves him a snack, and uh, goes hunting. So she's down in the woods, sees a rabbit, but falls and fails to shoot it. However, though, she finds a deer, shoots it, and then runs after it, which, by the way, isn't that not the wrong move? I have no idea. I've never hunted. I've been told, like, if you're hunting, you shoot the deer, and then even if it runs off, don't, like, run after it. Wait a bit. Because sometimes, like, you know, they'll panic because they just got shot, but then they'll, like, run somewhere stop and then kind of rest and die if you keep chasing it it'll it might keep running oh okay because it'll like hear you you know deer they're really you know so don't just run after like don't you what you're not supposed to do is shoot and then get up and go towards it wait <laughs> wait until you know it's dead or it's been long enough gotcha. so anyway now keep that in mind keep that in mind for the apocalypse no one oh, told God, poor ellie please no. didn't matter though it actually was good she chased it pretty early otherwise these bozos would have stolen it she goes to get her deer just to find david and james trying to swipe it so she puts him at gunpoint which by the way they they surely would have heard a gunshot right i guess i, I would have thought so yeah i don't know how many gunshots you hear and they were scared of finding the hunter so whatever but she puts him at gunpoint 
she wants them to go, but David uses his skills. You know, ten gives, seconds. Ten seconds. Puts in his elevator pitch, right? Big group. Women, children. Ellie's from a big group, too. The same Lyle uses in the game. But David will trade the deer, right? He, he's, he's got supplies. He's got anti-infection medication. Penicillin, we call it. Mm-hmm. James, grab two bottles of that stuff in a syringe, and I'll wait here with the girl. So. <laughs> this guy, David, it's like he reminds me of Ben from Lost. Just the, the, the silver tongue, like don't let him talk. Just because as soon as as soon as he gets his like, what's his catchphrase? Just 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 let, just give me ten seconds. Like that's what David says. But Ben says something similar. I can't remember what it is, but it's not ten seconds. It's like okay, but doing. but just but just just let me say this or something along those lines. The island. but uh anyway it reminded me of that because it's like if you give him the 10 seconds he then you're his he won yeah oh yeah (laughs) so she he gets it he's capitalized on it and he's guessing right he's doing a lot of things you know a four mile round trip it's gonna be a while we can take shelter in there he's making guesses that you know is your dad sick ellie that your dad's gone they chat a bit, and he's warming up to Ellie a bit. Even invites her to join his community. What are your thoughts here now, Mister Sal? When when he when he extends an invite, I mean, still okay. Like, still okay. Could be could be benevolent. You know, it's, it's, he sees this teenager in need, and really tempting offer, I imagine, for Ellie. Yeah, and he he extends the hand. Ellie says no, and we learn a bit more. You know, he's a leader. Because people want him to lead, right? He's not a cult, though. He's a preacher, right? And, you know, he used to be a teacher, and then he went to a preacher. Teacher to preacher. Because it rhymes. Remember remember that as a career move. (laughs) Teacher to preacher. I do know someone who went from teacher to preacher. Oh, see? So, uh, we go to... Oh, yeah, he found God in the Apocalypse. That was interesting that he did not have faith before. But yeah, yeah, that's anyway. interesting. Well, then I think I, it seems like he's kind of has faith just because it benefits him to have faith. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> this is what, is what we later learned. But you know, we learned a bit about his history. He survived the Pittsburgh QZ in 2017. Been now, on his way since. Is is that consistent with the game? I don't remember that. That I don't remember because I don't know. that's Pittsburgh QZ was the Kansas City QZ in this series. But in the game, it was Pittsburgh. You're right. You're right. It was because in the game, they, yeah, it happened in Pittsburgh. Now, the way so I don't know if this is a nod to the game, or if he in the game also came from Pittsburgh, and that could explain some stuff. I don't know. I don't know if he did. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I can't remember. So I, I, I wouldn't know. But, um. But David's not around due to luck. No such thing. Everything happens for a reason, and he can prove it, Mr. Scow, mm. because you know, mm. it's a bad growing season. So we send four guys to go scavenging, and one of them was a father, and he died. He was killed by some crazy guy who had a little girl. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> James? Put down that gun. Do not mistake fate for coincidence. <laughs> James, that's another lost line. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yeah. That, no, that, is, that was a good line, too. But James, who's behind Ellie, lowers his gun at David's command, 
obeys, gives over the medicine, and David warns Ellie to join his group. She won't survive long out there with Joel, but she leaves nonetheless. And James can't believe that David had just let her do that. What did you think at this point now that David's let Ellie go? You're like, oh, maybe he's still all right. Or no, I mean, I I thought it'd be going after them. Okay, okay, yeah, makes sense. Because like, remember, he already said everything happens for a reason. Like he already spooked her. Like, <laughs> I, like, I know who this guy is. This guy, this this guy's a manipulator now. This 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 was the equivalent of him going boo. <laughs> I guess so. So so Ellie returns to Joel, gives his wound a stab. Would have been funny, you know. You know how um he makes a comment to James David of it's not code. Get the penicillin. I did think. What if this is poison? Yeah. <laughs> what if that was? What if it's poison? Um. Yeah. And also, would you struggle to stab anyone like this, Mr. Sal? Uh, no, I have stabbed someone like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, when, you, when, you, when, you, when your kid's got to carry around an EpiPen, you get used to stabbing people and injecting people. <laughs> that, was, that was a good way of prefacing it. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and then Ellie sleeps by Joel's side. So they sleep. Meanwhile, David's community, we see the people cooking up some venison. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yes. you think it was venison uh yeah at the time I, okay i, I, I don't know right. I, i'm a little embarrassed that i didn't no no that, it's really, fine but... It's, it's funny because when they say it they do say it in such a way where it's like huh is it yeah. venison i don't know if this is the part where they say it kind of sketchy but i, I do i say do it's sketchy <laughs> i do not um particularly enjoy the cooking technique of just throwing raw meat into the boiling water that you're going to consume but I guess they they do need the fat content too. They need it all. So they need it all. Yeah, you can't you can't so, like take up the grease or anything. Yeah, like I yeah. I would brown that up and degrease it first, and then <laughs> I like to imagine you're you're part of David's community. You're like, nah, I need that. <laughs> can't take it a little longer. What what about what about the grease? I'm gonna get rid of it. <laughs> Don't need that. Like the worst. <laughs> The absolute worst. Anyway, um, we see the people cooking up some venison. The people are eating. Uh, James and David return <laughs> with a big deer to a massive applause. Just kidding. <laughs> Coming. Utter silence. David does reveal that they found the girl perp who killed Alec, and they will bring him justice tomorrow. Him and a crew will track down our prince and get. The duo, okay? Yep. Alex's daughter, who we saw earlier, Hannah, wants them both killed. And David gives her one over the face. But he's a gentleman, so he helps her back up and reminds her that she will always have a father to show him some respect when he's speaking. Uh, you know, Then they I, say grace, and then they feast on the medicine. Know, two interesting points here about this. Is this... This was kind of a turning point in the episode for me. When this happened, I was like, oh, this is going to be uncomfortable for the rest of the way, isn't mm-hmm. it? Um, it reminded me a lot, actually, of uh, the Trinity Killer and, and Dexter. Oh, you're so, right. It was an, yeah. Yeah. yeah like a, good, like, a good exterior, but yeah, anything messed up. So two things. When he said this to her, you'll always have a father. I assumed he was talking about God, right? that you know <laughs> our, our father who are in heaven like this that's who i assumed he was talking about but then when he transitions to and you need to show him respect when he talks i was like 
oh he's talking about himself wow this guy uh, so, <laughs> so 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 that was the first thing but even before that i think maybe one of the scariest moments in the episode that really uh, more than anything up to this point tells you exactly who david is is after he slaps hannah has uh, hannah's mother kind of makes some kind of motion toward hannah and he just calmly puts up his hand and says no you stay there mm, yeah like this is her daughter <laughs> and and he won't let her protect her daughter or comfort her daughter or anything. And she obeys mm-hmm. mm. but uh, that was terrifying to me perks of a cult mm. not a perk <laughs> it's not a perk i mean from a certain point of view <laughs> david's point of view <laughs> yeah from one point of view i guess yeah one exactly next day ellie wakes up uh joel's still out of it so she gives him another shot feeds the horse some snow and she notices a disturbance in the force i mean crows <laughs> <laughs> and the you know david james and some other guys are here they're looking for ellie and joel right David says his command, you know, kill the man and bring the girl back alive. James doesn't really want to. Some of the other guys don't want to bring her back. That's another mouth to feed. But David, he's heroic like that, Mr. Sal. He's got good morals. He ain't going to let her die out here. So He really is a good man. Yeah. James tries to cite God's will, but (laughs) David shuts that up. Oh, that was terrifying, too. He looks at him. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's God's up. will. Because, you know, th- I mean, this is, this is, and this is the, oh man, this is the infuriating thing about that expression and about like cults like this. When James says, maybe, what, maybe it's God's will, right? David just got done saying everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't it? Why couldn't this be God's will that, that she died? Ridiculous, Mr. Right? Ridiculous. Because it's not his will. <laughs> oh, God. This well, maybe guy, he's yeah. God. But I think that's that's his point, is that, <laughs> you know, God's will is my will. I am. As far as well, you're so, concerned. So, well, well, so is it because he thinks he's God, or does he just think him and God are really alike? The, no, or I just think might happen he thinks he, <laughs> so. so the, and this is my first... Um, connection with chernobyl so uh we we've seen all of chernobyl now we haven't dropped any chernobyl yet but you and i have seen it Mm -hmm. um we'll be dropping it very soon folks but starting next week actually but um there's a character there's a character and chernobyl is also a craig mason tv series but there's a character uh in it who basically says at some point it's safe because i say it's safe yeah like I am safety, right? <laughs> um, and and that's what David's doing here. Like, it's not God's will because it's not my will. <laughs> oh, you're. It's uh, oh my god. It's good. And, and this is what I I do it's love good. this about this episode is is like this portrayal of of cult culture and this manipulative guy at the head of it. Like, I do love that because like anything that shines a spotlight and villainizes cult culture is fine by me but but so, oh anyway yeah we, we can continue sorry no 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 you can finish your thoughts i was going to say another thought about this right so 
so I, there's a, so this is what I mean when I say a, a lot of this episode I love and really works for me, but there's just those other things that really muddle it up for me. Anyway, go ahead. Well, what I will say though is in in the game this is accurate in the sense that James and the other people do want to kill Ellie, despite okay. David's orders. So I'm just trying to wonder if they did. There's not really any cult themes in there though. He just kind of, I mean, he's in charge of them, but I wouldn't. No, yeah, I. I, would definitely I mean, it's it's, it's consistent if there's no cult themes. It, it makes yeah. sense. He wants to bring her back yeah. because he wants her to be his mm-hmm. like wife toy or something. Oh, they call but... they they actually call her like his new pet. In the oh, game <laughs> to Joel. Okay. So they didn't actually do this here. So I don't know whether they know he's a predator, but in the game, it's implied that they know. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That he's like that. So in either case, um. And Ellie sees this, realizes this, heads back to Joel, wakes him up a little bit, but he can barely move. So gives him a quick update. Oh, here's a knife. Get ready. I'm going to go try to get him out of here, riding on the horse. So she surprises the group, acts like a cowgirl, and runs. (laughs) So they go after her. James manages to shoot the horse, causing Ellie to fall over in a dazed fall off. And James is almost going to kill Ellie, but David stops it in time. And he's going to bring a pass that Ellie back. Two of them are going to bring back the horse. And the others are going to go looking for Joel. Door to door. Another Chernobyl connection. (laughs) Door to door. You remember Uh, the door to door scene? Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) But has the penny dropped for you? No, it doesn't drop for you until the cage stuff that. Never mind. Okay. So you yeah, don't know I, yet that I, David is a child predator. No. Okay. Nor do you know they're cannibals yet either. No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> what I did think was, yeah, they just got a whole lot of meat. That horse meat's going to last them a while. Is it though? How many people they got? Probably. I, I would say like 30. Ooh, how, how, how much is one horse going to feed? Like... I mean, more than one person. Yeah. <laughs> how many nights? 30 people, I bet you can get, I mean, if, if everybody's just eating what they need, not any extra, I bet you can get. Well, well you got to size in David's portion, so make it 32. <laughs> All right, fine, 32. Um, I bet you can get, like, a good, like, four or five days out of that. Really? Wow. Yeah. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, you heard that first year, folks. Horse. <laughs> Horses are huge. They are huge. You are right, actually. They are huge. What is this horse eating? I I, I did wonder that as well. I wasn't going to like go down that road because I felt like that was one too many nits to pick. But uh, I mean, snow for sure. But that that's what it's drinking. I don't know. That's how it's staying hydrated. Maybe Ellie didn't get that good of an education. She doesn't know where to feed horses. <laughs> <laughs> So one guy clears Joel's house, uh, notices the hidden basement door and enters. But Joel heard him, hid, and snuck up and kills the guy. So he can Joel can barely make it back up, but he drags himself along. Just dragging himself, Mr. Sal. Yeah. Okay. Cause he's getting stronger. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ellie awakes in her new home. A cage. David greets her. Uh, 
He's going to keep her in the cage until she proves she's not a threat. And remember, the others, they want to kill you, Ellie, but I stopped him. Okay? <laughs> so tell me your name, because I saved you. Okay? She refuses it. Um, well, she gives him a name. <laughs> she refuses it for now. So it starts with E and then ends with it. Yeah. <laughs> but she, she, you know, she, she's not on her own, blah, blah, blah. She, she has someone. But David reminds her, hey, listen, accept your new reality, your new beginning, which is very cult-like. Yeah, I mean, that's, Reve- that's, that's Revelations 21. Accept it. Accept it. Otherwise, Ellie, you're all alone, that's a.k.a. Right. your biggest fear. And that's right. It. That's right. He doesn't even know that she wrote that. Yeah. 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 Living that in part head. of your life is ending. I'm offering you a new beginning, which must be pretty tempting actually yeah because what's the likelihood that joel survived probably not high yeah yeah like for him 40 percent. i mean we know it's 100 percent. Yeah. but but ellie to, to ellie i mean what would you what would you say she thinks the odds are that joel survives this like 10 percent, maybe oh fair what yeah true <laughs> so this must be a pretty tempting thing right now until mm-hmm. the next time, which, by the way, this is not the scene I meant to call your favorite. I meant to call the next time. Yeah, that's doesn't. what I figure. Yeah. 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 Uh, they keep looking for Joel. Um, Marco and Timothy get captured. We get the torture scene. Talked about it. Great scene. <laughs> the best scene, according to Kurt. Arguably. Uh, then we get to see Ellie's in her cage. Uh, she's trying to loosen a hinge. She's trying to figure a way out. Uh, but David arrives with some food. Ellie's freaked out by the ear in the room. And Ugh. that's kind of where one penny drops. Oop, okay, they're cannibals. But yeah. this is just deer meat. He swears. Uh, but yeah. he'd rather not chop Ellie into little itty bitty pieces. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, she's not too big into the notion of eating people. Uh how do you feel about that eating people? I mean, uh, again, the the most <laughs> forgivable crime that David like is part of in this episode, as far as I'm concerned, being a cannibal. So, um, I, I, I mean, he's not. He's uh, presumably not killing the people, right? These are people who die. Yeah, I uh, presumably, or maybe it's people that they kill other uh, who them. aren't part of their group. Yeah, yeah, but uh. He refuses that only a few of his people know the truth. It was a last resort. But what was he to do? Let them starve, Mr. Sale? The world's a shade of gray now. Okay? And you know, your guy, Joel, he killed one of our guys. So he's he's not all goody-goody. You're, you're what he probably thinks father. So uh, he gives the best compliment that one can give to themselves. David sees a lot of himself in L.A. <laughs> I don't think that's always a bad thing to tell someone, but I do think it, it can be funny. <laughs> like yeah. I, I, say, I think about what I think about Leonardo There's a lot DiCaprio. Of double entendre there too. I think about Leonardo DiCaprio. And I see a lot of myself in him. Okay, <laughs> there you go. That's that's where it can be a self compliment. <laughs> you should pick someone. <laughs> I see a lot of myself in Blake. I don't actually see a lot of myself in Leonardo DiCaprio. I want that to be on the record. <laughs> anyway. But you get it, the double entendre there. 
No, but it's a double entendre. I see a lot of myself in you. Oh my god. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I didn't see it that way. I don't even know if he says it that way, actually. He no. he might say, I see a lot of you and me. Or but in either case, no, he relates he relates to skills. He just said he see he, he relates to skills, leadership skills, loyalty, and a violent heart. He learned it from hmm. cordyceps. It provides it loves his children. Okay, the others, they need God and a heaven, a father. Ellie doesn't. She's beyond that. David is a shepherd surrounded by sheep, and he just wants an equal, a friend. Yeah. He can... This this was close to my favorite scene. This is probably my second favorite scene, although truly awful, truly horrendous. I do love the metaphor with cordyceps, though. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they love... Are they evil? No, they're they're not evil. They're just they're trying to survive. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't hate you. They're just they're working right. for a quarter subsidiary. And here's a deal for you, Ellie. He can have his people spare Joel. And Ellie seems intrigued by this because they could do so much together. They could make <sighs> this place perfect. <sighs> and, and he puts his hand they, on they, the on they, the jail cell. They touch hands. And Ellie breaks his finger, <laughs> tries to <laughs> snag the keys, and gets her head a little bashed in. And well, what is it that um David said? Little pieces? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. And, oh man! You know, he, you know, this is actually the second time, and I didn't notice it uh, until. Uh, but they mentioned the first time, at least on the uh, the official podcast, that this is the second time where David kind of presents his hand. And wait for a little girl to come to him. So he did it with Hannah after he slapped her. Mm-hmm. He presents his hand and makes gives her the impression that she's choosing to hold his hand. Oh that she goodness, wasn't yeah. manipulated into it. And now he does the same thing to Ellie, except Ellie flips it on him. So yeah, breaks his finger. So. Yeah. Joel. But, that's a, but that that's another form of manipulation. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Joel's trying to get to Ellie. Uh, he finds some horse blood, follows it. He continues to follow it. And he finds the horse. And he also finds the remaining venison. <laughs> this was, this was that was really gruesome, yeah. Disturbing. <laughs> Meanwhile, David and James are getting ready to cut up Ellie. They throw her on the chopping block. But Ellie announces that she's infected, and so is David now from her earlier bite. And this is this this is what happened in the games. So <laughs> David verifies it, and darn, it's true. But no, it can't be true. David doesn't believe it, but James James kind of buying it. But before they can really get a hold of themselves, Ellie manages to get the cleaver and clobber James one, <laughs> killing him mm-hmm. right in the neck, uh, and bolts out. David tries to shoot her. But can't in time uses up all his bullets, and now he's gonna have to wield the meat cleaver. So the chase ensues. Uh, Ellie throws a burnt piece of wood, starting a fire, and David looks for her with a meat cleaver. So hmm. um, Ellie tries to arm herself with a small knife. David's looking for her. She tries to sneak up on him to give him a stab, and he does that, or she does stab him. But she screams she as she does, though it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, charges at him screaming. Well, it gives you like a bit of a bonus. 
when you scream and stab. Oh, okay. So, incidentally, the would using the fire stick not have been better used in David's eye than on the curtain? Well, I think she missed. Like she threw it. Oh, down. I don't know about that. She's like, what? What do you hope to accomplish by throwing something hot at somebody? Like maybe it's in contact with them for incinerate like, them. Maybe they didn't teach her this in the military school. Okay, I thought uh, she was gonna stick it in his eye. Nah, she didn't work. No, she tried to stab him. Did so, but he knocks her to the ground. Seems to have the upper hand on her, and then she's it's brutal. I'm not going to really go into it. But... I, th- this is, but this is like the most disgusting line of the whole episode, where he's like, oh, "See, you got me wrong. The fighting—that's the part I like the most." <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So, he, he, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Ellie manages to get the cleaver and kind of goes wild on David brutally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she is she's covered in blood and she is got a trauma on like any traumatized other. yeah yeah she exits the burning building and joel comes up behind her touches her and she initially she's panicked by it right but also in the same way helpless but she realizes who it is they embrace sweetly as just how predicted <laughs> and then they go on their way well, and let's not forget that he don't let's not sleep on the fact that he calls her baby girl. Oh, ba- oh, you're right. Same thing he called Sarah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yep, baby girl. No, yeah, you're right. So uh, this, I know they're not really father and daughter, but they are now father and daughter. Yeah, they're they're really father and daughter. <laughs> they're now father and daughter. Yeah. Ah, oh, going into the last episode, Mister Sal. Yeah, that's it. <sighs> Exciting. Maybe it'll be as exciting as TV time's going to be, Mr. Sal. Let's check the time. Yeah. Whoa. It's TV time. Yeah, it's TV time. Ain't no time like a TV time. I have to say, this is one of the things I'm most looking forward to about The Last of Us being done is a TV, better time TV time. A lot more interesting. Yeah. It's interesting on Chernobyl. Yeah. I hear. Well, Ellie. <laughs> Yeah, Ellie. People. Yeah, and you, Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> and you're right on me. You're right on the people, 96%. Yeah, and you're right on me. Okay. So there you go. Well, glad we got the, Oh, people gave it a five. Yes, 92%. Good. Oh, Mr. Sal, you're in the minority. Yeah. Oh, I knew so, I would be. I, I, like, this, is, this has got everything that you'd be looking for. You've just got revenge. And it's got violence, and it's got all the tropes that you want in an action series. That's good. There's a lot of good stuff. I maybe there's some MacGuffins or something in there, but it's I don't know about MacGuffins, but but it's just like I don't know. Like I said, it's predictable. Like the only thing that wasn't predictable about it was Ellie getting the kill instead of Joel. You say that, but they're cannibals. You didn't predict. Uh, listen, you say it's predictable, but there's so much mm-hmm. you'll learn about David along the way, right? The even the first scene you really meet him. Oh, there's a twist. Oh, okay. Well, I wasn't expecting that. Oh, I'm... whoa, whoa! They're they're cannibals. Oh my goodness, he's a child predator. Now, yes, you could have predicted that David was. So, I mean, you predicted he was going to die, right? Like, if you told me 
but the, because that part's predictable, the, I, I think it's kind of underselling it all, saying, "Oh, well, very predictable episode." Was it though? Like, so, so the parts that are predictable are they're both going to survive this. Joel's going to recover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joel's going to go ape on like guys, despite being on death's door only like seven hours ago. Well, so actually, that's something I wanted to ask you. Do you think Joel will make a when I a full recovery? And by this, I mean this will not like <clears throat> heavily impact him. What's happened to him? All right. So my prediction a long time ago was that Joel would not survive this season. Oh, but I mean, it's true. Me? I did tell. I did say last yeah. week that I was feeling less confident about that because. We were uh, because he was so close to death already. Mm-hmm. Um, in the previous, he sure looks healthy. <laughs> um, it also looks like there's a time jump because I don't see any snow. Well, I mean, if they go to Salt Lake or they City, go further Utah. south, yeah. Uh, does Utah get a lot of snow? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure pretty they f- get snow, but eh, yeah, I guess if Colorado does, that'll like Utah's. It's not that southern. So. I'm pretty sure Utah, if I'm thinking of it correctly, Utah is west of Colorado, not south of Colorado. Yeah, it's west. I don't think I don't think it's like super south of Colorado. No. No. But it's, it's not as high as Colorado. No, that's true. That's one reason that Colorado gets Co- I, are they going over the Rockies? Well, well Colorado and Kansas are like right by each other, and Kansas is not known for getting lots of snow, is it? I have no idea. <laughs> no, you're right. It's Salt Lake City because you're right because they border each other on the western border. But mm-hmm. then Nevada borders Utah. Nevada doesn't get snow. No, it's, it's California. Yeah. It's, mm, it's, I think it is the hills that get it. Yeah, it's the mountains. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know if Utah gets snow. But parts of, parts of it do. Certainly, I mean, it probably it's still mountainous in the area. Mm-hmm. But yeah, probably I mean, we'll, we'll we'll see how much of a time jump it really is. Um, predictions wise, Mister Sal. So let's we'll, we'll see. Let's we'll see what happened last week here. Um, Joel will get Ellie to the lab. She'll be a step on the way to a cure. You still want to keep that going into next week? Uh, is it fair for me to ask if you think they're going to finish game game one next week? Do you want me to answer that truthfully? I mean, I, I would, I would like to know. I, I mean, it just impacts my predictions a lot. So I don't know if it's fair to ask or not. They, they are on pace to finish game one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> wow. What do you mean, wow? You're oh, once that? they announced that there was going to be a season two, I thought, oh, well, they're going to milk this for as long as they can. There's no way they're getting through game one the first season. See, yeah, that's what I thought too. No, they're they're getting through game one and the DLC that was with game one. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Uh I will not stick with that prediction then. They they will not get Ellie to the lab. Okay. Oh wow, so you've kept this the whole time. Yeah. And at the very end you're dropping it. Yes. Will not get Ellie to the lab. Okay. We'll see you then. Joe will die right at the end. A sacrifice of some sort in the sake of Ellie. Yeah, that I think is still going to happen. Okay, so you do think that's going to happen. So did you yeah. not think that was going to happen if this was not the end? 
if this was not on track to end with the game. By the way, I, I do think it will end. Correct. Track with the game, like it's, it's it is lining up. Like this stuff. If, happen if right I thought the there end. was, if I thought there was more game one to come in season two, I would have changed that prediction. Yeah, no, this, they they have cracked game one. So, okay. Uh, eventually, Joel and Ellie will hug, bigger and mutual. Okay, sounds good sounds, to me. Sounds fire. Uh, no, Riley season whatever. Okay, I mean, no Riley yeah, season one. I'll stick with uh, that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sal will love David. Then he'll be killed Oops. by one of his friends. <laughs> I got the killed part right. Not by one of his friends, though. No, I know. Yeah. Well, you were and right. You did love, love him. <laughs> now you did. You did. For, for a couple of minutes, maybe. Uh, what were you thinking of those couple of minutes? Because you, you had predicted you'd love him, but you're like, oh, I knew I backed the right horse. No, like, I, was like, I was like, Am I forcing this? Am I like deliberately loving this guy? <laughs> He's too lovable. <laughs> There's no way. Uh, well, well, I get we're going to the finale now, Mr. Salad. You yeah. know it's the finale of game one. So you got your three. No Riley for season one, whatever. Uh, Joe will not get Ellie to the lab. So she will not be on so okay, well I guess I'll just end it there then. Joe will not get Ellie to the lab. Okay. Yeah, and he's he'll he'll be dead. Okay. Um I think I think we will not also get any more major new characters in the next episode. So what do you mean no major new characters? Do you just mean no new like, characters da- or no characters no, you've seen like, before? D- like David would be a major new character, James would not be. Okay. You see what no. I'm saying? Yeah, no, I got you. Like, like we're not going to get another Henry and Sam in the next episode, I don't think. But you trust them to pull it off if they did. No, no, you don't think they could for the finale? They could. No, because this, this, this episode's got to be focused on Joel and Ellie. Okay, all right, it's got to be. Well, new major. I think I think we're more likely to see. We did see some in the trailer. More infected in this last episode. There's got to be infected in the last episode. So I think I think. The focus will be more on Joel Ellie and the infected than on other characters. Hmm. You, you right. don't have to write that down. I'm just that's no, fine. Okay. So well, how do you feel going into those finales? The, the, it's been a bumpy road these last it's, three episodes for us, Mr. Sal. It's tested our it's tested our <laughs> It's been longer episodes. <laughs> They've been differing viewpointed episodes. We went from a ten Originally an eight on your part on Kim, you worked it up to a nine to uh ten and an eight the other way. I gave eight to left behind and then another ten and an eight. <laughs> as I've said, I feel like I can enjoy the series as much as somebody else who likes all the opposite episodes from me. <laughs> really? You could really. So we'll have to see how the finale goes. I'm yeah. I'm curious if you'll like it. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not I'm, gonna I mean, I'm, I'm excited. I bet I. I bet I'll like it. <laughs> I bet I will. I bet I'm I'll fine. cry. <laughs> I bet I'll cry. Yeah, you, can put, you can put that down in the prediction. <laughs> yeah. I like making predictions that I have total control over. Yeah. Yeah. I have no way of confirming this either. I know. Like you can just say, "Oh, I sobbed like a baby." Kurt. Yep. Exactly. So. All right, Mr. Sal will cry. Do you think <laughs> I'll cry? Yeah. Okay, well that's that's a good one. You have cried at other points in the series, right? 
Yeah. Wait, that well, that well didn't sound very convincing. I will. I. I. I will. I will uh, the um episode three, that got me. Really, nothing in Ken. Nothing with uh. Survive. Ken. Ken. I did not cry with that. That was very emotional. No, I did not cry for those. Endurance Survive, I, I saw coming, so I didn't cry. Oh, well, if you don't cry and you see it coming, then never mind. You're not going to cry. <laughs> It'd be sad, though. Maybe. But Ken, 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 I didn't see as much coming. They didn't really hit on that for um Joel. That whole... Oh, so good. I can't believe you gave that episode <laughs> an 8. Jeez. And then you gave it a 9 still. Oh, criminal. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Well, you can already all over in the recap. Well, that's uh, Michelle. Anything else you want to say? Because we're going to only have one more Last of Us episode, then the recap, and then yeah. Well, I guess there will be a season two, but yeah, it's true. Um, no, I'm good. I, I'm I'm excited. I, I'm I'm. What, what do you call it when you're expecting? No, when 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 you're excited, but you're tempering the expectations. You're like. You're cautious. Cautiously. You're weary. Cautious. I'm cautiously optimistic. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I am. Well, keep them tempered. Breathe. Don't hold your breath. We'll see how the next episode fares. It is titled. Jeez, oh, I look at this beforehand. It is titled. I don't know the title of it yet. I was <laughs> gonna say I, I didn't see the title. So. so I don't know the title. It will see it. next week, listener. The Actually, title. I'll ch- I'll check TV time because sometimes they get it up for. Well, IMDb does. We'll see. Well, he does that. Listeners. Yep. Got it. Oh, what is it? Share Makes it total us. sense. <laughs> what is? What's What's the title of the first episode? Uh, when you're lost in the darkness. And so, what's the title of the last episode? When you're lost in the darkness, follow the light. No, look for the light. Just look, look for, for the light. light. Yeah. Okay. Makes well, total sense. Look for the light, Mister Sal. I and will. Listeners. Well, maybe don't look for the light, actually. That kind of implies death <laughs> in some ways. Like, follow the light. Listeners, <laughs> please check out our backlog catalog. Um, we're, Chernobyl's coming out very soon. Next if week? Not, next Monday. Week. Check that out. Next right? week on Monday. Uh, I can check and make sure, for sure that that is the case. That is the case. Yes. Because yeah, we just said the Watchmen recap. We should also check out Watchmen. Check out Watchmen. We just finished covering that. Also, check out Chernobyl. <laughs> That's going to start dropping next week. So, watch it if you haven't. And check out our last catalog because we're going to start picking that up soon, too. So, we've got lots of back catalog. Please subscribe. Share the podcast if you enjoy it. It's how we grow. And if you want to reach out to us, shoppers at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week for the finale and then the recap. I can't wait. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.